0: runner. It was just doorways and hallways. All that Jackie could see was the same mess of emptiness that he had already searched as he ran home. Behind him, he could hear the rapid footsteps of one of the undead running after. Still, he was pushing it hard. Eventually, he heard the sound of the dead man's legs breaking under the constant running, and there was a sickening flop and crunch behind Jackie. He turned to see the decrepit zombie try to get back on its feet, but it was pointless. It stared at Jackie with enough mind to know that he would never catch up to the living human. Jackie smiled at it and walked over, hefting his baseball bat from the backpack he wore, ready to finish the creature off. As he walked towards the zombie, to put it out of its misery there was a strange sound down the long hallway they ran. The zombie and Jackie turned to see the sprinting horde. He didn't pause in shock, he just ran, while the first zombie crawled with renewed vigor towards him. Jackie was too fast, and in mere seconds, had cut a corner so sharply he appeared to vanish into thin air. An hour later, the door to the roof opened, and Jackie climbed through to greet his only living friends. Charles was still hunched over his desk trying to piece together a solution to their horrible placement in the world, but knowing full well that copper wire and plastic won't make a device that can send him and his wife far away from here. In the care of Charles's wife, Julia, was Jackie's small daughter, Lee. The small girl breathed softly in the old woman's arms, blissfully unaware of the world circumstance. Julia looked up to see Jackie and nodded to him with a smile, not saying anything to keep the constantly crying child from waking up and continuing its dangerous noise. Jackie knelt beside Julia and rummaged through his satchel, gathering all the food he looted and placing it on the short table the four sat around to pass time. When Jackie stood up, he took a moment to review the world as it was. Everything was still moving slowly, grinding alone each other every building grating against one or more buildings, as if entire cities were placed on a writhing snake. It was a horrible ordeal to be trapped in such a circumstance where your modern, still world starts behaving with almost natural life. You need to run fast and think faster, luckily that was exactly what Jackie did best. It took him a moment to find the building where his wife was, it was the tallest one out there. It had to have been a hundred buildings away, an impossible run. With reluctance, Jackie turned away and walked over to Charles. With enough distance between him and the baby, he spoke softly to the old man. Have you eaten? Jackie asked. "Mm. Oh, welcome back, Charles murmured. Yes, I did, but not that it matters. The food I eat only means less food for Julie and your daughter. Have you thought more about my request? I didn't. I don't need to. The answer is no, Charles, and the sooner you accept, that the sooner we can all go on with our lives. There is enough debt in this world, enough undead as well, I don't need to deal with one more. There is always more, Jackie. I've seen their numbers. They only grow with each passing day, I can see them all through the windows of those buildings. They circle us like sharks, ready to. I know, Charlie, Jackie murmured. But in the end, you're more used to your wife, to me, to my daughter alive, than dead. Put the idea to bed. I'm tired, Charles hissed. I have spent too much of my time since it began running more than I can bear. What if the next time I fall I am holding someone important? Jackie, you must understand. Jackie walked away from Charles, not ready to hear the old man's weak words. Looking over at Julia, Jackie could see her expression quickly change to a mask of mild content. She could most likely hear every word and was doing her best not to partake in the conversation. She knew she only made it harder for Charles to fight, he cared too much about her to think of anything else but give all he had left for her. Jackie lost his patience for the roof. With his breath, gathered and the last of his thoughts suppressed he decided there was still enough energy in him for another run. He began walking towards the door, Charles and Julia watching as the man with so much on his shoulders still walked so tall. Charles clenched his teeth as he saw the man leave like a parent after chastising a child. Jackie entered the dark hallway, the electricity cut almost everywhere, thanks to severed wires. Still, Jackie's eyes were young, and immediately he began running. His steps were trained, his shoes softened. Every step made a sound that could not be stopped, but it didn't carry far. Jackie had learned this building and the adjacent buildings by heart. He ran to the end of the hallway, not slowing down at the corner, but aiming for the broken window. He jumped through it and for a brief moment he was over 50 meters above the ground, next he was through another window, into another building. He did not lose momentum, he kept up his pace, passing doors with a chalk X drawn on them to signify his already looting them. He continued running, jumping from building to building until the sun had begun to rise, and the next door waited for him. Without checking he took a breath and opened the door. The smell hit him hard, but what hit him more was the starving family within their bodies thinned to bones and their eyes turned slowly to face him, too weak to move any faster. Jackie was ready to bear another burden, but fate decided to make it easy on him. One of them had already starved to death, waking from a death slumber as undead and biting into what could have been their father. He sat there, too weak to react, too gone to feel. Jackie closed the door, not to keep the dead and dying inside, but to save himself from breaking. One cross later, and Jackie walked over to the next door, his mind consumed with hiding that memory.